and welcome to Les Talk About Books, baby, where we talk with your favorite LGBTQ authors. I'm Anita Kelly, and my guest today is Kathleen Collins. Hi, Kathleen. Hi. How are you? Just ducky. Ducky. How about you? <laughs> I, I am well. I'm good. Thank you, and Happy New Year to you. Oh, it is New Year's, isn't it? Yeah, it well, is. It yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, do you go by Kathleen or Cat or what's your? Usually, preference? everybody calls me Cat. Okay, all right. So we will call you Cat. Um, but your books, right, are published under Kathleen Collins, correct? Yes, indeed. All right, and that's Collins with two L's. Right. Collins. Yes. All right. All right. Awesome. So it's good to get those logistics out of the way um, <laughs> up front. Um, so so Kathleen, um, let's just jump right in and, and talk about some of your books um, that uh, are coming out and have been published. Um, Sounds good. All right. So um, how long actually have you been writing professionally? I mean, I don't really consider that I write professionally. I mean, I write, I guess, as kind of a, a side job, maybe not not really a job, a, a hobby. Okay. I don't know. Okay. So um, you have another career then? I do. Right. I work uh, in a state facility for the developmentally disabled. I'm an aide. Okay. Wow. That is a rigorous job, I'm sure. It certainly is. <laughs> All right. All right. So is writing then kind of like an outlet for you? It it always has been. It's been the one thing that keeps me from losing my mind, I think. Okay. All right. That sounds good. That's a, a great outlet. Um, you know, it's nice to have those uh, creative outlets also, you know, um, that are are positive, right? <laughs> um, Most definitely. Yeah, because there are a lot of negative outlets, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, when I uh, used to do direct care, I remember uh, a lot of my clients would, you know, just like engage in mindless TV shows like, you know, Law and Order, NCIS. I mean, they're great TV shows, but just on and on just as a way to just kind of zone out, you know, and... Um, you know, what you're doing is, is very productive. Uh, and, uh, and it's a lot cheaper than smoking, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't get me started on that. I cannot believe, um, I don't smoke. I, I used to smoke like 30 some years ago. The cost of cigarettes today is outrageous. It really is. It is. I don't know how people afford to smoke. I just don't. But, um, so, uh, Kat, you have, um, I think ghost host. The ghost host, yeah. The ghost host. That was your first published work, right? Absolutely, yeah. Okay, can you tell us about the storyline and and how did you come to publish it? Well, I'm. It's it's kind of just a funny ghost story, really. Um, it's about a woman in post pandemic Pennsylvania. Um, she's with her best friend who thinks that she's a psychic and the, the best friend accidentally summons a ghost that attaches itself to Renee. And Renee and is the, the Renee uh, is the main character. Okay. Yep. And 
A lot of hilarity ensues. The ghost is very tenacious, thinks that they're soulmates. So she has to kind of discover why the ghost chose her and it brings up things from her past that she never knew. And it's kind of um, funny and heartwarming at the same time. Okay. Well, um, and so what genre would you put this in? That's an excellent question. I mean, I guess more paranormal, really. I mean, it's kind of a very light romance, if you will. Um, Okay. So it it has a lot of, um, a lot of humor in it is what I'm hearing. Most definitely. Yes. All right. That's fun. Those are actually hard to come by. Right. I think, um, like the books that I read, everything is, is very serious. Um, I know that, um, Clifford Henderson has written some some fun kind of books. Mm-hmm. Um, are you familiar with with Clifford? Mm-hmm. Um, She's um, she writes for Bold Strokes. Um, she, I have to look yeah, on my shelf. <laughs> okay, all right. So she she's written some kind of similar storylines. That's great. That sounds like great fun. And when did the Ghost Host come out? Uh, it actually came out last January. Oh, wow. So it, it has been out for a year. It and has. Um, how are people receiving it? Are you getting any kind of um, feedback from readers? Sure. Um, I, I've got some really great reviews and some really not as great reviews. Um, oh, we won't <laughs> talk about those. <laughs> yeah, but those are the ones that make you work harder, right? Oh, yeah. You're right. You're absolutely right. They do, right? Yeah, that's it's the only ones I'll remember too. Ah, <laughs> uh, I know. Unfortunately, yeah, that's kind of how we're programmed, right? Oh yeah. Um. Wow. So, so you got some good reviews, though, right? Um, oh yeah. People are receiving it well, and uh, yeah, that's awesome. So you have another book, right, coming out. Um, is it this summer? Uh, it should be. Okay. Mm-hmm. Barring any disasters. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and you just never know these days, right? Most. Yep. Yeah, no. All right. So is that called Wildflower? It is. All right. And can you tell us a little bit about it without giving too much away? Well, um, it is actually nothing like the ghost host. It is not a, a funny story. It's kind of like a drama romance Um, It starts out with a young girl, Lily, who she and her mother are traveling to her grandparents' house in Texas uh, after some traumatic experiences, and the plane goes down in the Ozarks. Wow. And Lily has to overcome an awful lot in her journey. Yeah. Wow. That is, like, quite different from it is the ghost host <laughs> yeah that's some serious stuff how how did you come up with that idea i that's a good question <laughs> um i actually years and years and years ago i had written maybe a page of a story that starts with a girl being you know lost in the woods okay and then i found that page of a story and i thought huh well, this sounds fun. Let's do this. Okay. So when I started it, it was nothing like what it ended up with. 
and um, it was actually a novella. And my editor thought that it would make a much better novel than a novella. Yeah. So I ended up doubling the size of it. And this will be an actual hold in my hands, flip the pages book. So awesome. Wow. How's that feel? Uh, uh, like a dream come true. Oh, I'm sure. That's great. That's fantastic. Good for you. And, and that is uh, coming out. Do you have a date for that? Um, it was tentative date is in August. Okay, so August of 2023. Well, we look forward to that one. Um, that's great. So what, for you, um, what is the significance of that title of Wildflower? Well, it's kind of from two of my favorite songs actually uh, one is called wildflower by cheryl crow okay. and the other one is called orchid by alanis morissette oh, okay and it just kind of talks about how beauty is picks its place basically you know you don't always get to choose everything in life but when you find the right garden or the right mountain you find your place in life. Huh, how poetic. That's great. <laughs> I like that. Um, so um, having published a novel, right, has anything um, changed in your writing process, like from when you um, published The Ghost Host to writing Wildflower? Uh <clears throat> I can't really say that it has when I the ghost host and wildflower were about the same length and I wrote them, you know, one in one month and one the next month, but the wait, ghost host, wait, 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 was, let me, let me hold on a minute. You wrote each of those novels in one month. Uh, well, the, the ghost host is a novella and wildflower was a novella. So I wrote, it was like 34,000 words, I think. That is impressive. <laughs> Seriously. I was very motivated. I'll say. Was, there's actually a 60,000 word book I wrote before them. And I wrote that in November. <laughs> so, so I wrote it November, December, January, and then another one in February. Oh my God. I was on a roll. You're like a machine. I was. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's, that is impressive. Really? So I'm sorry, <laughs> I cut you off uh, <laughs> mid-sentence there, but I wanted to, to make sure I, uh, I, I was hearing that correctly. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so you were talking about how uh, it, perhaps your writing process has changed. Well, um, as I said, with the, the ghost hosts, they, they were written so close together that the process really hasn't changed much. I still have no idea what I'm doing and just kind of sit down and let it write itself really. Um, but with editing Wildflower, I had to work off of what I already had. And that in itself is a brand new process for me. And it was a mountain to climb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Editing is brutal, isn't it? It really is. It, it took me with the ghost hosts. 
maybe three days of edits and it was done. Nice. Wildflower from the time I submitted it and the first read, it has been a year now. Wow. 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 Well, what was the difference? Like what made the difference between the, the time? Well, I think because the ghost host was kind of a, a full story all on its own. It didn't really need a lot of extras. Okay. Whereas wildflower was kind of the bones of a good story, but it was missing really a lot of detail. And I didn't see that, you know, when you write something, you don't, you, you already know these details in your head yeah. and you forget you didn't put them down. Yeah. So. Yeah. Got it. Got it. That makes sense to me. Okay. Um, and, and so you didn't have to edit that much out of the ghost, uh, host. No, no, it was, it was very little. I mean, it was maybe add a paragraph here or there, clarify some stuff, fix a little bit of weird wording. Yeah. That's nice. That's nice that you didn't have to cut a lot out. So for wildflower, uh, was there a lot that was cut out of the writing? No, it's actually the opposite. It was, it, like I said, it was about 34,000 words and I ended up writing another 32,000. Okay. But, you know, nice. we're, she's going to run through a second reading. I should be getting that back within about two weeks and we'll see how that went. Yeah. Oh, awesome. And who's your editor? Uh, Barbara Ann Wright. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. She's very thorough. Yes. Yes. And a good author in her own right oh absolutely no pun intended there <laughs> so uh great that's awesome so um what you know you have to develop characters and you said that you kind of just write and go along so there's not a lot of i'm hearing that there's not a lot of outlining um or maybe character development beforehand Right. I'm terrible. <laughs> I can't outline for the life of me. If I do an outline, nothing ends the way it's supposed to. And I, I think I get a little overwhelmed. So if I just sit there and kind of let them have their conversations in my head and just write out what they're saying, it's much smoother. Okay. That's, um, yeah. So that's, you know, in the literary world called the pantser, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So is is that true of like your plot also? Does that just develop as you go along or do you have like a, a plot developed beforehand? Well, I would love to say that I have all of this ready to go beforehand, but usually whatever it is that I want to write about is nothing that hits the paper. So I start with an idea and then mess it up terribly. And then it's something else completely. <laughs> so, um, so you might have something in your mind, but then as you go along, right, it, it might change. Um, right. Okay. And, and it doesn't fit the characters or the characters. Like I realize that the idea that I had is just not something that would work for them. Hmm. And, and does that sometimes like lead you to go back and change what you've written already about them? Um, Not really. It just, 
changes the direction that we head in. Okay. Um, it It's ironic because writing the ghost host, you know, I got to certain points in it and I was looking at it as I'm writing and I thought, oh, well, that makes sense now. Well, that explains a lot. Like I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> wow. That's uh that's pretty incredible that just as you go along, it all just unfolds. Um, that's uh, again, very impressive. You know, I know, <laughs> I know a lot of, a lot of authors like have everything planned out. They have each, uh, chapter outlined and, uh, just kind of go along with it. And, and there's not too much variance from what they've set out to do in the beginning. Um, I would think that that would be harder, right. than just kind of, going with the flow um right i can't the minute i make an outline of something i i'm just completely blank it feels like it just sucks the creativity right out of it yeah that's what kind of i was thinking that it just um it it uh like has built a rigid process right right and there's not a lot of wiggle room yeah and i'm i'm all about the wiggle room yeah that's great so is that is that how you operate in life in general? Um, I'll say fly by the seat of your pants. Actually, in life in general, I am the complete opposite. Seriously? I am, yeah, it's bizarre. I, you know, everything has its place. I just can be hard to handle sometimes. <laughs> wow. So you are, would you say you're, you're like compulsive about things? Oh, I am very compulsive. Okay. Um the people I work with usually get a good laugh out of it. <laughs> I can't, everything has to be lined up perfectly. I'm just, my, my whole life is an excellent structured outline. I just can't write like that. That is amazing. That really is amazing. There is like two distinct parts of you. Absolutely. How about that? Um, wow. So do you have like a, a beta reader who who reads things as you go along i have a few um my some of my coworkers have the unfortunate uh job of keeping me in line and they read what i write and help me out give me some tips or you know kick me in the butt and make me keep going build up my confidence you know all the things that good friends do Oh, that's so nice. That's awesome. Really, that's nice of them to do that. Um, it absolutely is. I don't know what I would have done without them through the last couple of years. They've been fantastic. Oh, that's great. We'll give a shout out to them. Definitely. Okay. Yeah, and that's, um, you know, that's a scary process, I would think, right, to, to write something and then share it with people that you're um, – close to or intimate with right um and have them give you a critique um or you know even just suggestions um but, oh yeah. yeah yeah it is terrifying and you know i i'm how old am i i'm 41 years old i'm the last couple of years is the first time i've ever let anybody really read anything that i've written wow. because i just you know lack of confidence you know, all, all sorts of weird stuff. And uh, I'm very glad that I did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we're very glad that you did also. 
and and that is not weird stuff that is that is really normal right i um i can't imagine uh any kind of artist right you're you're really throwing yourself out there uh you know it kind of feels like you're serving up your organs to someone on a platter in front of you and hoping they don't toss them in the garbage <laughs> wow <laughs> <laughs> that is pardon the imagery <laughs> that is quite an analogy right <laughs> um, but being in the healthcare field I guess that's where you go <laughs> yeah, yeah that's true it does make you have a sick sense of humor yeah that's great so um you're a relatively right newly published author um mm -hmm. new to this whole publishing world um and before you were a published author, were there um, authors that were your like favorites um, that you like? Are you a reader? Oh, I am an avid reader. I read everything. Uh, my favorite. Some of my favorite authors are, of course, you know, Jerry Hill, Georgia Beers. Uh, they hold my heart. But, you know, Aww. in different genres, um, I mean, I, if I had to pick a set of books I wanted to take to a deserted island, it would be the Earth Children series uh, by Jean M. All. Um, I just, I love those. I, I read weird things and crazy things. I love books that everybody else hates. I hate books that everybody else loves. I, I really have no idea. <laughs> okay. So, um earth what is it the earth series? the earth children series that's um like clan of the cave bear oh, valley okay. of horses yes yeah yeah i've never uh heard that referred to as the earth children series they're fantastic i love them yeah they are gosh those are those were written in like the 80s right yeah well i think it's there's uh six of them in the series now and it was in the 2000s, I believe, when she wrote the last two. Really? Yeah. I don't think I've read the last two. I didn't even know that she had come out with uh, some newer ones. Yeah, I mean, it still leaves some stuff unsettled. and hmm. But they're definitely my favorite. I mean. That's wild. I, they're just, they're so well written. Yeah. Yeah, they really are. Uh, I remember when I read those, they were great. I loved them. I couldn't wait for the next ones to come out. Um, so I read yeah. them like a long, long time ago. Um, I bet you I've probably read each of them seven or eight times at least. Wow. That's amazing. That's great. Um, and, and Georgia Beers, uh, she's been on the show quite a few times. Um, mm. we'll give a shout out to, to Georgia. And what do you like about Georgia's writing? Uh, she just, her characters are so lovable. Yeah. Yeah. I think everything about her writing is wonderful. Aww. One one of my favorite books of all times is called Thy Neighbor's Wife. I love that book. I love it. Thy Neighbor's Wife. I'm just looking on the shelf here to see if I, I think I have that in ebook. Yeah, that was a good one, right? It's excellent. It's one of my one of my all time favorite books. Whenever I want a book that makes me feel wonderful, that's the one I go to. Ah. That's cool. You know, there was a time, I think, when, when I had quit reading, like, uh, lesbian fiction and, and 
um, then picked it up again. And her, um, I think it was Fresh Tracks, um, yeah. was one of the uh, first books that I picked up again um, and got me back into reading lesbian fiction. Um, yeah, and, and you're right, the character, she does write, like, just really that they are they're lovable characters you know they're um, good people yeah you know, i want to read about good people i want to write about good people yeah there's enough bad in the world you're right and i tend to think that's a reflection on georgia beers right she right seems like she's good people you know um so that's awesome and jerry hill um jerry hill is one of those authors who writes um some very nice romances and then um, it's like, wow, how does her mind work? Uh, oh, I know. Beautiful stories. Yeah. But in some of the, some of the other ones, they're kind of dark, uh, yeah. and her characters are dark and, um, yeah, real different. Yeah, but they're still beautiful stories. Even when they're dark, they're beautiful. Yeah, they are. Yeah. She is talented and has a bazillion books published, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I aspire to that level of talent. I, uh, I just. Yeah. That's awesome. That's a, a, a great, uh, you know, thing to reach for, really. Absolutely. So have you met Jerry Hill or Georgia Beers? Um, or I have not, okay. although I'd love to. Okay. Hint, hint, hint. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and do you, um, have you, like, gone to any of the conferences, like the Golden Crown conference where authors might be hanging out or uh, Women's Week? Um in P-Town or down in Rehoboth? I haven't. Okay. I would love to. I don't travel well. Okay. Um, I have a, a small farm to take care of, too. So. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. So you have animals? <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, horses and chickens and turkeys and dogs and cats and rabbits. and That might be about it. No goats. No. Goats are terrible. <laughs> I had three years, never again. <laughs> really? Oh, they're bad. <laughs> they're they're as ornery as they're depicted, huh? Yes, worse. They're they're worse. They you can't keep them in the fence. Yeah. They eat all the things you don't want them to eat. Oh my god, that's funny. You know, the other day I was driving down, like I live out in the country, and I was driving down one of the roads, and I am always on the lookout for deer. Right, they are all over the place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> never thought I'd have to be on the lookout for goats <laughs> there were goats standing in the middle of the road <laughs> and these other goats were off to the side like yelling at them to get back in here <laughs> uh, that's funny I know I know I was really surprised it, it was funny it, it made me I had a weird encounter um towards the end of last year where of all of the things that I could have encountered on the road, this was probably the last thing I expected. It was a giant pig. No way. <laughs> yeah. And it wouldn't move. I had to get out. I, I work third shift. So I'm coming home pretty early in the morning. It's like seven o'clock in the morning. And here I am in the middle of the road, slapping a pig to get it off the road. I thought, well, <laughs> this is not something I ever thought I'd be doing. Oh my God. That's hysterical. That's great. That reminds me of a pig story. I'll share with you my one of my nephews is a, a state police officer here in Pennsylvania. And um, one of his first assignments, um, it, it wasn't such a rural area, but uh, he encountered this huge pig. 
and someone was complaining about it being on the road. So one of his first jobs as a state cop was to lead this pig home <laughs> on foot. <laughs> I bet that went well. Oh, uh, he did it. He did it. He, you know, he took selfies along the way too. <laughs> That's impressive. I spent 10 minutes trying to get this giant pig off the road. Oh. I seriously considered just tossing it in the back of my truck and having some bacon in the morning. But Oh my. <laughs> 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 so that was nice of you to lead it home. Mm. Yeah. So um what is next for you? What are you are you working on anything right now, uh other than editing? I'm working on everything. Oh, okay. I, I think I have um writing ADHD or something. Like <laughs> I I bet you I have eight or nine stories started. Um, the thing that I'm focusing on is almost a sequel to the ghost host, but not really like it revolves around the same kind of paranormal, weird, funny, and this, the main characters in the ghost host kind of make an appearance in it, but it's going to introduce five new characters that all have their own kind of twisted paranormal experiences or connections. And they all, it, it starts with a cat. <laughs> Okay. As everything usually does. <laughs> and and as we talk, I see a little cat walking uh, across your Oh, yes. Yeah, this yeah. is my, my geriatric cat. He'll be 19 soon. Oh, he's cute. He's adorable. So, um, so is, is what's up, like, it's not really a sequel, but uh, the character, some of the characters reappear in it? Right. Uh, um, that was another pun. Yeah, it's, I guess, related. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the The main characters from the first, from the ghost host are in the area where all of this takes place. Okay. Alrighty. Got it. And it, is it humorous, like the ghost host? It is. All right. I, uh, the one main character, her name is... Uh, Patricia, and she's the mayor of a small town okay. outside of Harrisburg. Okay. And uh, she has some absolutely bizarre things that start happening to her, and she doesn't quite understand what's going on. And as I was writing it, I was cackling the entire time because this poor woman, I mean, she's been through a lot. <laughs> she's got a lot going on. That's great. I, I like that you were laughing at your own characters, like or laughing with them. Uh, well, yeah, they were they were making jokes, and I was just just in stitches, really. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, for for our listeners, Cat uh, uh, does not live too far away. Actually, we could have done this live, um, <laughs> um, and and she's a fellow Pennsylvanian. Uh, Keystone Stater. Um, so, so do you do you use any of your your animals from your farm in your stories? Uh, well, kind of. I mean, I use their personalities. Okay. Um, everybody, everybody always has a, a pet. Yeah. So yeah, and I have a Great Dane who is probably one of the best dogs I've ever had in my life and Aww. she's kind of 
features in everything, really. Oh, that's awesome. How old is she? She'll be eight in the spring. Wow. Is she a big girl? She is. She's uh, 152 pounds of nothing but elbows. Wow. Wow, that is. Because she thinks she's a chihuahua, so she gets right up on your lap. Oh, my goodness. Don't they all, right? (laughs) Yeah, she's like a small pony. (laughs) Oh, yes. I actually had miniature horses for a while, and she was bigger than them. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. That's great. They did not like her because she could just run right up and lick their face. Um, and that is not a big pony thing. Like, they do not enjoy that at all. So your miniature ponies, were they house trained? <laughs> they they were not even touched. They weren't even people trained. Really? <laughs> yeah, they were. Uh, it was kind of a rescue situation. Uh, I ended up with, I wanted to bring two up at a time from a place that had a whole bunch. And the next thing you know, I've got 11 of them in my barn and two of them are pregnant. So. Oh, my word. <laughs> It was, it was a workout. What did, what did you, do you still have them or what did you end up doing? No, I actually found good homes for all of them. Of course, now my cat is deciding to throw up. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's what cats do. Animals are great. Yeah, what a morning. (laughs) Yeah, animals are great though. Yep. I guess. They keep keep it real. Mm. (sighs) So, um, Kat, do you, do you like to hear from your readers? I do. I, I've had a few people send me, um, Facebook messages or emails, which is cool. Okay. Um, makes me feel like, I don't know, I'm out there in the universe somewhere. Okay. So what's, uh, is Facebook, is it just, uh, Kathleen Collins or is there Kathleen Collins author or? Uh, Kathleen Collins author. Okay. It's the same thing on um, Instagram too. Okay. Um, and how about email? How would they get a hold of you? Uh, that would be Kathleen Collins author at gmail.com. I love the consistency. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I hate to forget things. So, <laughs> and, and you know, that goes along with that, you know, compulsion. Gotta it, keep it. It really does. Yeah. Everything has to be neat and orderly. Yep. Yep. Great. So Kathleen Collins author, uh, on Facebook, on Instagram, and uh, email is gmail or at gmail.com. At gmail.com, yep. Awesome. All right. So hopefully you'll get some, some good fan mail. Yeah. Um, and I also have uh, a website, KathleenCollins.com, where I have excerpts of The Ghost Host and Wildflower. And I think I have some from some of the other ones that I've been dabbling with. <laughs> oh, fantastic. So listeners, if you want to check out Kat's work, uh, go to Kathleen Collins dot, is it dot com? Dot com. Dot com. And you can check out uh, some, some outtakes from uh, her books. Great. So Kat, that is about all the time we have for today. Um, do you have any, any parting words for our listeners? Never give up. Uh, dreams can come true. And this has definitely been the biggest dream of my life is to be published. So uh, that's if awesome. I could do it, anybody can, right? <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, you have a talent, obviously. Um, and uh, that is that is great. Those are great 
great words to start the new year with too, right? Never give up. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, Courage uh, and confidence, the most important things you can have. There you go. Go for the gusto. All right. Well, thank you so much, Kat. It has been a pleasure talking with you. Um, and, and maybe I'll uh, meet up with you at that great bookstore that we visited yesterday that uh, uh, I, I hope you're able to check it out. Um, oh, definitely. Yep. One of these days. <laughs> yep. And I'll just give a shout out to uh, Midtown Scholar Bookstore in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Great place. If you're close by, listeners, uh, check it out. Um, so, again, that's all the time we have for today. And I'm Anita Kelly. Thanks for joining Liz Talk About Books, baby. And thanks to Kathleen Collins for being on the show today. Um, until next time, may your journey be lighthearted, peace be plenty, and stay safe, folks.